Hello, 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 and welcome to West Franklin Talks. My name is Dave Cruz, the man across the table nursing his coffee because he has VBS hangover. That's Matt Pearson. <laughs> Good morning, Dave. Hey, Matt. I don't know about you, but it was a great week of VBS, but I am thankful it is over. Yeah, yeah, it's good to see VBS in the rearview mirror. Yes, it was, uh, it was a solid week. We had, uh, I never quite got an official count, probably 100 unique children came through, yep. one salvation that we know of, 71 volunteers, Four days of VBS madness and one night of family night gathering, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Tons of West Frankfurters. Yeah. Yeah. So lots of lots of good memories. Um, looking forward to next year. The theme is going to be amazing. We didn't want to say thanks to all of our volunteers. Oh, gosh. Yeah. We could not have done it without you. Yeah. We had. And so. You don't, you don't want to say this, but like almost too many. No. We did not almost have too many. We had more than enough. It just took us a few days to figure out what to do with them all. Yeah, so yeah, which is a great problem to have. Yes, but we eventually got it worked out by uh, definitely by Wednesday. We were we were a well oiled machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rain threw us off on Monday. Yeah. The potential Tuesday, for rain. Wednesday, Thursday nights, perfection. Yes, they were amazingly good. Hey, I, I got to give a couple shout outs though. There oh. were there are three people who, in my mind, really went above and beyond. Don't, for VBS, don't, don't, don't you are not one of them. Okay, uh, there was many moments I walked by. I'm like, why aren't you doing something? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, that's so fair. that's fair. So three people. One, Kenny Stevens. Yep. Uh, Go dude, ahead, big Kenny. Dude, you rocked it on on the stage. You got that place looking amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a great job leading from the stage and then leading family night too. He, he's going to be in a um, upcoming interview podcast. Yes. Yeah, we so, got. I don't know what date, but upcoming. We interviewed him last yeah, week. Yeah, I don't. We, I don't uh, have it off the top of my head. Yeah, sorry. So two, uh, two uh, Lindsey Gordon. Lindsey LG. Lindsey uh, was one of those those super volunteers who she handled basically all of the registration, all of the front lobby. She decorated the uh, the foyer, the lobby mm-hmm. area. She she ran a lot of the family night stuff for mm-hmm. us. She was just one of those those key clutch players for me. That you wouldn't know it. She's so quiet. Yeah. But she is she is an administrative guru yep. and um, just one of those people that when I knew something needed to be done, I she could turn to her and she would get the right people to do it. Yep. And last, Paige Richardson. Yes, yes. Paige was kind of my liaison Thank for you, all of our teachers. Yep. So if a teacher had a need, they went to Paige. And Paige made sure our leaders and our teachers were taken care of, had what they needed, knew where to go, all of that fun stuff. Uh, those three people really made my job for vbs so much easier Mm -hmm. and then we gotta just give a little shout out to kelly davenport because she did a lot of the heavy lifting before she left so no no. we just built on what she had already kind (laughs) of set set to the side for us so it was good so we want to say thanks to those people for sure but to everybody who volunteered so vbs is in the back in the rearview mirror like you said Mm -hmm. and hurtling towards us is this coming sunday which is the fourth of July 2021. I so wish I had music that was bum 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 and fireworks blowing off in the background. But we have a little change to this Sunday that hopefully you've heard about. But if not, we're only having one service. It's going to be a bang. Oh, look what you did! Look what you did! Uh, we have not gotten permission for pyro in the uh, in the worship center yet, but I'm still working on it. Can we have a Larry Dale colon Mark? Caddick. Ronnie, Don, the Butterworth boys do a 
hot dog eating contest. If you can work that into the worship service, yes. So the worship <laughs> service, folks, is the timing has changed. 10 a.m. only. Yes. We only have one service, 10 a.m. Do not show up at, at 10.30. You'll have missed half of the service. You can show up early, but you'll be sitting for a while. You might want to grab a seat, though. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we don't know what to expect this Sunday. No. And that's one reason we, we're trying this. We're yep. just like, hey, we've been talking about it. Let's let's try it. Uh, there will only be child care for birth through four years mm-hmm. old. You do not have to register. So we may be overwhelmed. So not register. Registration is going away. Totally. That means COVID protocols are gone. Are gone, which means the following Sunday. God willing. What's coming back? Jesus, hopefully. That'd be amazing. <laughs> so, but if not Jesus, coffee. Coffee. Wow. Holy grounds. Yes. 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 So it'd be great. Uh, yeah. I'm more excited about the fourth than I am coffee. Yeah. I bet you are. So, because I get to go blow stuff up like we've talked about. Can't wait. Have you already bought some fireworks? No, I need to get on that because all the good stuff could be gone soon. So there's this guy in our neighborhood that does our neighborhood fireworks and drove by last night and he had his garage door open. Mm hmm. Has it loaded up already? Oh I need an address. I may just need to make a two a.m. visit by his yeah, garage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you let a match, <laughs> oh, that'd be a problem. I mean, yeah. Uh, what I realized is my wife and I were talking, and I said, "So, what's my budget for this?" And she's like, "Well, how, how, I mean, what fifty bucks?" I was like, "All right, so we're getting bottle rockets." <laughs> <laughs> and she, so I've come to realize Melissa doesn't understand how expensive the good fireworks oh, are. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you want some good ones, you're going, you're going to have to put out some bank. I'm like, I need a couple zeros mm-hmm, in that. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully no comma in there, but right, right. maybe we'll yeah, see. Yeah. So, all right, Matt. Yeah, you preached yesterday. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Wrapped up the Roman series. Wrapped up Romans chapter eight. Yes. yes. So. Um, Overall, uh, man, got some great comments about this series. In fact, mm-hmm. had one lady stop me in the lobby. I told you this, but I'm mm-hmm. going to share it with everybody. One lady who stopped me in the lobby and's like, Matt's covered up right now, so I need you to pass along to him that his preaching, and I was fully expecting her to go, was just awful. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> I, what I, was, I mean, it was just one of those mornings where I was like, nah, I'm not hearing many positive things today. Yeah. And she said, he has taken his preaching to a new level uh, this whole series. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I have never heard Romans preached that way, that powerfully, mm-hmm. that good. Mm-hmm. And so she was, she was, uh, yeah, she was being very, very, uh, gracious and good and, and loving towards you. So, um, so yeah, let's talk about yesterday or Sunday. I mean, cause today's Tuesday. It's yeah. this airs. Yeah. So, um, well, if you, if you heard the, if heard the sermon then our listeners will know, I kind of took a, uh, I came in the side door a little bit. Great. Um, this whole series, I've been focused on these truths to individuals, which is very true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last week, the third week, it hit me, but this past week, it really hit me that Paul isn't talking to an individual no. or wanting them to apply it individually, but that this this text, well, all of Romans, but in particular Romans 8, is for all who are in Christ, mm-hmm. in particular, the local church, right in Christ. And the more the more I went throughout this series, Dave, and studied and read more, I learned a lot more about the Book of Romans than I knew prior, and understood more that Paul was writing to a a group 
of church people who disagree with each other, who had different opinions, different convictions. What? I know. I know. And so I thought, you know, I can I can approach this and focus individually. But I don't think I'd have been faithful to Paul's intent and the Holy Spirit's intent. And we were coming to the table yeah. together. And so I thought this is I've got to I've got to at least communicate a little bit that if Romans eight is true for you, mm-hmm. it's also true for that person. So so you you're hitting on a tension that I think is found throughout all of scripture, mm-hmm. especially as it interacts with uh, the current culture. I mean, we're a very individualistic culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all about I, me, mm-hmm. not a lot of we, us. But when you read Scripture, especially Old Testament, it's a lot of, hey, I'm writing to the totality, mm-hmm. not the individual. Right. Uh, how, do we, how do we balance that? How do we find the right, the right place to sit where we read Scripture and realize it's written for the totality, the the nation of Israel, the the New Testament church, mm-hmm. how, it, versus, but I'm in a personal relationship with God. Mm-hmm. How do I how do I know? How do we develop that? This passage really should only be read with a a a greater community in mind, or I can read it with a personal uh, uh, bent. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I don't know if I have an answer other than being cognizant of it yeah. and, and always be asking the both and question. Mm-hmm. Um, this is for me yeah, and it is for us. And I think part of the challenge we have, we only did one chapter of Romans. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's what, 16, yeah. if I remember right? I've told several people, several, I had some comments, people come up to me afterwards, okay, how, what does this look like? Yeah. Which I'm glad they're asking that question. Yeah. Which tell I mean one of my goals yesterday was for fifty percent of the people just to say, Oh, this means if they believe in Christ, they're right with the Father too. Yeah. That's a win. I mean, if it were up to me, then we'd spend the rest of the year in Romans twelve through sixteen. Cool. And so if you're like, Well, why can't you do it? why why don't I encourage you to go study it? Yeah. Uh, I don't mean you necessarily, no, Dave. I mean I need our to. listeners. No. Well, we all do. But um that's that's how it plays out. I mean, Paul gets very, very practical. And if you keep in mind that he's talking to two factions that are arguing with each other, mm-hmm. um, based off what he said in the first 11 chapters, in particular chapter 8, that's what we just looked at, how does that now look? How do you now live? Right. So well, and I forget where I was going with that. I, it's fine. Yeah. You, you went somewhere. That's, okay. that's what matters. <laughs> so, so um, I, and this may be pulling the curtain back, but I think, I mean, you and I are having conversations about we don't have the ability to do the rest of Romans for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. but we're talking about, well, maybe we need to do it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that may be coming, folks. That's we Matt, Matt's chewing on that mm-hmm. and, and spending time figuring out, will this translate to a good little series? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that may be coming. we got some other ideas mm-hmm. going on with this podcast. Uh, I really thought, I almost thought about taking... Um, some this this month in July yeah. some weeks this month and it's just it's just so much I, yeah. I only you have got four, four weeks, weeks. yep yeah. so so instead we're going to be starting book of Jonah this Jonah. Sunday uh-huh. Jonah one yeah. going to take a chapter a week basically yeah. and you've you've kind of honed in on a couple verses mm-hmm. to to use in that um, all right so let's let's go back to Romans eight and mm-hmm. uh, I, I didn't ask the one question I don't think I've heard you really answer mm-hmm. it yet mm-hmm. what's that one thing that you hoped the listener would walk away with. 
Maybe it was the community aspect of it. Well, it was it was nothing can separate the believer from the love of God in Christ. Yeah. Nothing can separate the believer. And by that I mean the believer, the the democrat mm-hmm. who believes. Yeah. It's true of them. Yeah. The someone who struggles with a sin that you don't or I don't. Right. It's true for them. Right. Someone who um, I took the approach of I don't know if we passed the COVID test, mm. meaning what what does it say to an unbeliever if you run into them at Target and they said, you got to talking about your church, and they said, oh, I thought you went to this other church. Yeah. And you said, well, I stopped going because their mask mandate. Oh, yeah. What does that communicate to the unbeliever about your commitment level to them, mm-hmm. your love for the local church? Right. If a mask is going to send you away, it's what we're communicating. Yeah. And so I wanted us to say, okay, if if and I know it sounds so trite now, but we made such a big deal out of it last year. Yep. What does it say to Franklin if we're saying I believe in Jesus, Jesus is is enough and I have access to the Father? But if you make me wear a mask, I'm out. Yeah, it's just it's just ridiculous. Yeah, and so I just I just tried to break it down. I, divorce, remarriage, singles, um, we would never say it out loud, right? But we treat those that act, do, live differently than us as if they are other. Yeah, a less than. Uh huh. Totally. And so so my my goal was to say it's true for the believer. So there's a couple thoughts there. One, do you want to name names? No. Okay, two. No. uh, If you're not sure if it's you. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I myself have struggled with that. Right, I get it. I mean, I I, I have been vaccinated. Yeah. And if I'm not careful, somebody that says they're not, if I'm not careful, I, I can find myself being judgmental. Yeah. Which isn't, which isn't healthy. One of the coolest conversations I've had uh, in the last few weeks, mm-hmm. and I've had a couple really mm-hmm. interesting conversations, was it was me and our officer Steve and a couple of the musicians mm-hmm. who who were between sets. Mm-hmm. Half of us were vaccinated, half of us weren't, mm-hmm. and we just sat there and talked about why why we did or why we did not. And there was it was a safe, no judgment. Great. That's 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 exactly what's got it. somebody that asked me yesterday. How does this play out that way? Yeah. You can you can be who you are and safe. Yeah. Now it doesn't mean we condone sin. Right. Like if somebody's like, well, I just I just cheated on my wife. It's oh, that's great. No, it's no. that's not what we're talking. Well, and, Love demands be, that you take care of each other. Yeah. Getting or not getting the vaccine is not a moral issue. A moral issue. It's yeah. a it's a preference issue. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if someone comes up and goes, yeah, I'm I'm beating my kids. Well, what, I'm not going to be like, hey, that's awesome. Good yeah, for great. you. Pull up a chair. Let's talk <laughs> you know, more. Yeah. I'm going to look at my officer and go, hey, you probably should arrest this person <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> you know, just small details. Uh, yeah. You know, the 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 third thing that I wanted to say there is Mm -hmm. we all have something that we look down on. And if we don't think we do, then we have a blind spot. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was, I was reading, listening to a a podcast. We all have 3.7 blind spots. Mm. And so if you don't, I'd be thrilled if I just had 3.7. Well, I mean, on average, uh, I just sit there and go, if we think, no, I'm great with everybody. no, you have somebody mm-hmm. that you're going to look down on. And so we we really have to know wh- who is that 
that mm-hmm. type. Mm-hmm. So start start asking yourself that. I, I, you emphasize the word the believer mm-hmm. also multiple times. Mm-hmm. And this may not be the right thing to say, but we have a lot of people who are fooled into thinking they are believers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the church has a lot of lost people mm-hmm. who think they're saved. Mm-hmm. That's a scary thought. Oh, sure. Sure. going to be a lot of surprise people come judgment day when they hear, I didn't know you. Why don't you go over that side? Mm-hmm. Well, wait a minute. What? That's why I do what I do, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. Because I believe the pews are full yeah. of those who will hear, I never knew you. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. It's one of the scariest passages. Um, to your point, Dave, about blind spots mm-hmm. and after the first, are you about to tell me mine? <laughs> no. Okay, great. No, not on not on live air. Maybe. I mean, I'm okay with that. Maybe it's not live. It's I can take it out. True. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no, uh, after the first service, so, uh, I made a joke about Alabama football, which I do often. Yes, you do. But I I was talking about more than conquerors. Yes, and I said it'd be like the University of Alabama playing a seven year old flag football team in tackle. Oh wow! And then I caught myself and I said they always play those type of teams anyway. But blah blah blah. Right. Blah, blah. Well, somebody came up to me afterwards and said, you know that um, your, if your message is true, you need to love Alabama, too. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, and they were right. They, they are. got me. They, they are. got me, yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> now, here's the thing. We can love the football players. We can love Coach Saban. We, I don't, I don't, we I don't, don't necessarily have to be like the name <laughs> University <laughs> of Alabama. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if I ran into Coach Saban, I'd be like, dude. Let's talk. You've got some some wisdom I would love to learn from. Can I borrow some money for fireworks? That too. Yeah. Or hey, yeah. do you really know who Jesus is? Yeah. Let's talk about that one. Yeah. I think yeah. he does. I, you know. I, anyway, I don't know. Anyway, but, uh, I, I I would love if he wrote a. He's written some stuff on leadership before, but I'd really I'd really like if he wrote one now. Uh, I bet when he retires, it's going to be. There. I hope so. So it'd be great. I hope so. You know, I, I, this whole chapter again is good. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to this though. It was one chapter out of the totality. If you really want to understand Romans, you need to go read all of it. Yeah, um, you need to sit in it. You need to to just marinate in it. It's one of, that's. I mean, it's one of the, not that any book is more important than another in the Bible. Mm-hmm. They're all they're all valuable, but this one just has so much theological depth. Yeah, and if you struggle with that, if you're like, I don't know, I don't understand. Let us point you towards resources. Yeah, let me let me throw one out. Yeah, and this may be really confusing. There's a book written by a guy by the name of Scott McKnight, Mm -hmm. S-C-O-T, just one T. It's called Reading Romans Backwards. Don't get the book. It's heady, academic, weighty. If you listen to podcasts, which apparently you do because you're listening to this one, go to your search engine and type Scott McKnight Reading Romans Backwards. In that, you're going to hear that he's been on some podcasts where he explains the book. Listen to why he says we need to start with the back of the book, then read Romans. Yes. It changed my whole life regarding Romans. Yeah, that's great. And it, it it's very, very helpful. Some of the things I mentioned in my sermon yesterday, I got from him. So um, it's it's a book written to a church. It's a book written to people who are disagreeing with each other within the church. And when you put that label on, or when you put that in the back of your mind as you read Romans, it changes things. Yeah, and let's let's make sure they heard your instructions. Go listen to the podcast, then go read Romans. Yes. Don't yes. stop with the podcast. Right, right. exactly, exactly. <laughs> make sure you actually go but read Romans. But I wanted Romans. to follow up with what yeah. you were saying. Study Romans, 
And I think it'll free you because for most of my life when I approached Romans, it's like this is this doctrinal theological treatise, which has a lot of doctrine, a lot of theology in it, but there is a practical purpose to it all. Yeah. All right, Matt, you got anything else you need to say there? There's a lot I want to say about Romans 8, but uh, uh, mark it in your Bible, church member. Mark it in your Bible, listener, for when you're struggling, when you wonder if you've committed the the sin that's just going to knock you out, when you're wondering if, if, if God's going to keep you, uh, read Romans 8. If you haven't memorized it, I encourage you to memorize portions of it maybe. Mm-hmm. And just hang on to those truths because they are incredible truths. So this is going to air Tuesday the 29th. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be out of the office the rest of the week. So if you hear this and you've got it memorized, tell me today. That's right. You need need to call in. There's no proxy. You can't give it to me um, and I'll tell Matt. But, you know, it's still valuable. If you quote it to me in July... I still, I still early, get you, early July or get the you, all get the way you McDonald's hamburgers. Okay, yeah. I mean, what about a Big Mac? Maybe. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Later in the month, the, the less, <laughs> the, <laughs> the less you get. It's Taco Bell in August. By the end, of, by the end of July, he's going to buy you one McNugget. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. And you have to watch me eat the others. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Hey, so this is one thing Matt and I did not talk about, but I think since we've kind of talked about it uh, earlier, I think this this is a great time to bring it up. We have some very faithful listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, we're loving what we're doing. We love talking about the sermon. We love talking with our folks, but we also realize, hey, we want to, we want to make sure that we're uh, serving our folks well um, and giving folks things that would really help them. So uh, we we occasionally put this out there. If you have a topic mm-hmm. that you're like, "Hey, what about this?" or, or series, that, yeah, a series or a pressing question that you think this isn't just unique to me, but this is unique to the church as a whole. Uh, I mean, we're toying with ideas just right now, just kind of looking. Hey, come August, well, how are we going to adjust all of that? So, if you have some suggestions for topics, series, questions, um. We'd love to hear from you. So dcruise, K-R-U-S-E, at westfranklinchurch.com, or you can stop me in the hall um, on a Sunday morning. I've usually got my notebook. I'd love to write down your thoughts. Uh, you know, you can you can message Matt. Don't grab him right before he goes up on stage. That's not the best time to t- tell him things. <laughs> but yeah, Thank you, Dave. It's good. That happens sometimes. It's crazy to think that. But, yeah, we'd love to hear from you, especially if you're someone who's regularly listening to uh, West Franklin Talks. If you just stumbled across us, Welcome to the family. We hope you'll come back. And that's that fabulous music, which shows that we have come to the end of another episode of West Franklin Talks. Matt and I want to say thanks for hanging in there with us. Thanks for letting us ramble and laugh and uh, be a small part of your day. We'll be back on Friday with an interview with the one and only Katie Pearson. Mm. Y'all be good. 